Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt. We got Joe Biden's crazy speech about make-believe voter suppression, racist attacks on our democracy through limiting early voting days or making sure that voter ID has to be presented. You got DHS Secretary Mayorkas telling Cubans not to come to the U.S. Hmm, plus... $3.5 $3.5 trillion in spending from the Democrats. And Fauci wants to mask up your kids. But nothing really compares today right now to that crazy Biden speech. And we will dive into that together here in a second. And I also want to ask you right at the very top to please tell folks about the Buck Sexton Show. I've seen some people tell me they are only subscribing to the big radio show podcast. This show continues on. You can subscribe to both. And this is the show where I get to just do my thing and let it rip. So I really hope you'll continue to listen and spread the word uh, because this is where the Freedom Hut continues, uh, my friend. So pass the buck. Tell folks about the Buck Sexton Show podcast. And um, I'm here to tell you about a great way to trade, to learn to trade and to make some real money in the process. And that's through my friends at Carnivore Trading. I mean, here's the basics of it, right? Wall Street, the big institutions, they want you to pay them fees for a pretty minimal return and just be happy with that. What about making a whole lot more? What about having some really great years where you can make much more than, you know, three, four, five percent on your stocks because you're following carnivore trading? Carnivore trading will help you crush it in the market, even when it's tough, because carnivore is an anonymous team of elite strategists. They're legends among Wall Street heavy hitters. They've gone a bit rogue. For the first time, they're inviting everyday folks to see and mirror their explosive trades. Carnivore will let you see the trades they're making right now for two weeks free. Go to GetOurTrades.com and use promo code BUCK for two free weeks. If you join, you'll get Carnivore's industry-leading promise that you'll generate three times your fees after your annual paid subscription, or you'll get a 100% refund. Go to GetOurTrades.com, promo code BUCK. That's GetOurTrades.com, promo code BUCK. See website for guaranteed terms and conditions. Past performance, not a guarantee of future earnings. Play two. So on free and fair elections is just such a threat, literally. I've said it before. We're facing the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. That's not hyperbole. Since the Civil War. The Confederates, back then, never breached the Capitol, as insurrectionists did on January the 6th. I'm not saying this to alarm you. I'm saying this because you should be alarmed. Breathtaking stupidity, hyperbole, and recklessness. That's Joe Biden. Remember America's grandpa, the big uniter, the guy who is going to bring us all together unbelievable crap from this imbecile that the Democrats have foisted on us in a pandemic year through everything they could do, suppressing the Hunter Biden story right before the election, suppressing certain criticism of Fauci and the pandemic lockdown, months of riots and intimidation on the streets of America by Democrats against Trump supporters. And this is what we're stuck with. This imbecile is telling you what? 
that the January 6 rioters were an even greater danger to our democracy than the Confederates, than a war that killed over 600,000 Americans? In even bigger danger, is, is that what we're supposed to believe? He's so full of crap, isn't he? With these pseudo folksy, no joke, no joke, folks. That's not a joke. Oh, you know, literally, literally, I'm not exaggerating. Well, no, he is. He is. And this is what Joe Biden does. I mean, this guy is so deeply unimpressive. Everything about him, you just say, wow, really? This is the best the Democrats could do. But you have to understand he's perfect for the Democrats for this moment because he's such a lightweight. He's such a limited intellect, a man of no character, of no real ethics or principle, just does whatever he's got to do. He'll just go wherever the apparatus the Democrat Party tells him. And that's what they want right now. Someone who is malleable, someone who they can control, whose handlers can tell him, go read this speech, this outrageous and completely and utterly reckless speech about how the real threat to our democracy right now comes from people that want to pass laws that say that you can have poll watchers that want to pass laws that have at least nine hours a day of voting in early election uh, days in Texas, and then 12 hours a day in the final week of the election. That's Jim Crow 2.0, as they call it. Really? There's so much going on here. For one thing, the Democrats are pushing this because they're such failures, and we all can see it. Now, they don't think they're failures. They always have an excuse, you know, just like the the Castroite regime in Cuba. There's always some reason, you know, real Castroism, communism has not been tried. Real Democrat AOC left wing lunacy has not been tried. They have to say that because we see the results of what they do and the results are not good. We see what they're up to and we come away from it saying, What the heck is going on here? How could they do this? Right. This is defund the police. This is uh, the open border. This is an economy that's getting really shaken. This economy should be a rocket ship. And instead, it's stalling out before it even gets going. Why? Because Democrats want to pay people to stay home because Democrats want to spend outrageous sums of money and want to ignore the rising inflation that we can all see is already out there. So what do they do? They, well, they've got to rally the left wing base and they've got to come up with an excuse. They've got to come up with some reason for existing other than actually making things better for the American people. So they create this complete falsehood of Democrats as the new leaders of a voting rights and civil rights movement against the oppressive and racist Republicans. Let's not forget that they changed. The Democrats changed a lot of election rules in the pandemic year under the auspices of, oh, it's such an emergency because of COVID. Sorry, have to do this because of COVID. And now we're saying, hold on a second, that's not the way that should be going forward and we should create some clarity here. 
we should put some anti-fraud measures in place. And then because we're not going to allow them to have the perpetual crisis mentality and change voting as a result of that, they turn around and say stuff like this. Play one. We're going to face another test in 2022, a new wave of unprecedented voter suppression and raw and sustained election subversion. We have to prepare now. As I said time and again, no matter what, you can never stop the American people from voting. They will decide. And the power must always be with the people. That's why, just like we did in 2020, we have to prepare for 2022. We'll engage in an all-out effort to educate voters about the changing laws, register them to vote, and then get the vote out. We'll encourage people to run for office themselves at every level. We'll be asking my Republican friends in Congress and states and cities and counties to stand up for God's sake and help prevent this concerted effort to undermine our election and the sacred right to vote. Have you no shame? Whether it's stopping foreign interference in our elections or the spread of disinformation from within, we have to work together. Joe Biden has no shame. None. He'll say anything. He'll do anything. He is a, a coward, a spine, a spineless, slimy politician. And anyone who knows him and has followed his career is well aware of that. And he makes it even more apparent with speeches like this one. Have we have who no shame? The people that want to pass laws that make it clear that in states, remember, constitutionally, the states are supposed to set the parameters for their own elections. So. What's wrong with saying there should be no ballot harvesting? Are are we not allowed to even declare that there will be some limits on how many days of early voting there will be? Is voter ID a racist scheme? Well, no, because the Supreme Court's already weighed in on it and said that it's completely legitimate. There are plenty of places in American society where you are required to show ID, as we know, to get on a plane, to open a bank account, any number of things. So why do they pretend that it's racist? Well, because it makes them feel good, because it accomplishes the Democrat goals of virtue signaling and weaponization of rhetoric against their political opponents based on lies. That's what this is. And it's so ironic, too, that they're talking about elections and and the sanctity of them when it was the Democrats who for four years under the Trump administration pretended that there was an international Russia collusion plot with the Kremlin directly involved with Putin himself involved to steal the election for Donald Trump. They actually believed that. Yeah, sure. Some of them just went along with it as part of that big lie, but they actually believed it. For four years, we had to sit around while they while they acted like Russia collusion wasn't completely insane. And they used it to great effect against the Trump administration. They used it to get the special counsel going, to have members of the Trump administration harassed constantly by not just the press, but by legal authorities, by people who had the ability to ruin them, to charge them with process crimes, as so often happened. Now they're going to lecture us on accepting an election loss. I mean, 
I remember. I, I was alive. So were you. We remember what was happening on MSNBC and CNN for years. Night after night, Russia collusion, Russia collusion. These people are out of their minds. But they embraced that grand delusion. They embraced that monstrous lie because they're obsessed with power and they have no time for principles or limits to their actions rooted in morality. That's for sure. Whatever works, whatever they can get away with, that's the plan. This Biden speech was one of the ugliest things I've ever seen in American politics, honestly. Grotesque. And the exploitation of our past history to create division and animus today is something that I would like to think all Americans would be beyond, particularly the actual president of the United States. But no, of course not. Not this not this moron, Joe Biden. Play five. They want voters to dive further and be able to be in a position where they wonder who's watching them and intimidating them. To wait longer to vote, to drive a hell of a lot long, excuse me, a long way to get to vote. They want to make it so hard and inconvenient that they hope people don't vote at all. That's what this is about. This year alone, 17 states have enacted, not just proposed, but enacted 28 new laws to make it harder for Americans to vote. Not to mention, and catch this, nearly 400 additional bills Republican members of the state legislatures are trying to pass. The 21st century Jim Crow assault is real. It's unrelenting. And we're going to challenge it vigorously. Jim Crow assault, he says. Jim Crow was a reference to a, a figure from the... Uh, Anti or the uh, the post uh, Civil War period, a a minstrel show was where they get that. That was Jim Crow was a minstrel character, and the reference to Jim Crow refers to the laws that we know of as segregation, separate uh, water fountains, separate accommodations, bathrooms, transportation, and laws specifically designed to disenfranchise black voters through literacy tests and just all kinds of games played at the polls to stop black Americans from voting. It's it's horrible, right? It's a terrible part of our history. And Joe Biden, the current president of the United States in 2020, is referring to mail-in ballot uh, voters providing ID Oh, my gosh. You have to send in a photocopy of your driver's license. Just like turning somebody away at the polls because of their skin color. Joe Biden wants you to think. This is disgusting. I mean, this is really disgraceful stuff. This isn't just I disagree with Democrats. Joe Biden should be ashamed of himself. Ashamed of himself. The press is all with him. Democrat Party. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, really taking it to those Republicans. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And when we come back in a second, I'll explain what their plan is here, what they're going to try to do now, why they're taking this uh, strategy. But I understand with the drawdown in Afghanistan, a lot of people are 
starting to think about the legacy of 9-11 and the wars we fought afterwards, no matter what happens, we all have an obligation to those who served. And the Tunnel to Towers Foundation carries forward a legacy of courage and heroism. To mark 20 years, Tunnel to Towers is gifting America's heroes and their families with 200 mortgage-free homes. This is an incredible organization that is all about helping and honoring uh, those who served. And Chairman and CEO Frank Siller is going to walk more than 500 miles through six states in 42 days from the Pentagon to Shanksville, culminating at Ground Zero on 9-11. And Towers of Light returned to the Pentagon and Shanksville Memorials in remembrance. And for the first time, those we lost to 9-11 related illness are being honored at a ceremony on September 12th. The words never forget require action. Do good and take action now. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Please go check it out. T2T.org. Only $11 a month. So what are the Democrats hoping to achieve with this? That's a necessary part of this discussion, something that we have to also focus in on here. Um, They want to use this to create the momentum to uh, get mansion and cinema to go along with changing Senate rules so they can break through the filibuster. The ultimate legislative nuclear option. And what do they want to pass? H.R. 1, the the very first thing that they possibly can, which will federalize state elections, which will mean that ballot harvesting in all 50 states is fine. That is the plan. They're going to do everything they can to make sure they never lose another election because they're going to change the rules in their favor. And isn't it so remarkable that somehow anything that makes fraud easier, anything that makes it harder for people to get caught cheating, Democrats are in favor of. The same way that they always seem to take the side of the criminal, they are the pro-fraud party. Uh, They're the side that believes that whatever whatever will make it Easy to cheat is what they should do. And Greg Abbott, I mean, Texas is right in the center of this. You've got these 58 uh, state legislators who have fled. Abbott saying he's going to arrest them. Uh, Greg Abbott's right in the center of the fight. Here's what he says. Play six. You might remember President Biden called me a Neanderthal for opening Texas 100 percent and no masks. It turned out he was wrong. After that opening, Texas COVID numbers improved substantially. Well, now President Biden is calling Texas names again. This time, he's chastising us for making it easy to vote, but hard to cheat. And once again, President Biden ignores the facts. The fact is that Texas is passing a law that expands, not reduces, the hours of early voting. That's more than many states, including President Biden's home state of Delaware, which has zero hours of early voting. The Texas law also helps to prevent mail-in ballot fraud in Texas. That is an issue that both Republicans and Democrats agree on. It will uphold the integrity of our elections and ensure that Texans who do qualify to vote by mail will have the ability to do so. President Biden and the Democrats must stop the misinformation. Texas is very simply making it easier to vote and harder 
to cheat. That's the truth. I read the Texas bills at issue and there's nothing in them that is. Uh, first of all, there's nothing in them that's racist. There's nothing in them that's Jim Crow 2.0. And there's a lot that's just common sense. And there's also clear efforts to make it just easier for people to legally vote. But things like you can't vote in the wrong county, that, that's not some evil Republican plot. You got to vote where you live. OK, that's that's pretty clear because there are also county elections. You know, th- there are reasons why we have the rules that we do. But they're they're all just trying to go along with this. It's it's astonishing. It's astonishing what we're seeing right now. And the Democrats are showing you how morally bankrupt they really are. I mean, this is this is awful. This isn't arguing about the tax rate. This isn't uh, some you know, discussion about the 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 inner workings of some federal bureaucracy that deals with the environment or this is important. And this is a major issue, and they're acting in the most disgusting and disreputable way possible. And it's just it's terrible. It's it's absolutely terrible. I'm happy to see that Governor Abbott of Texas is saying that he may, in fact, uh, arrest these Democrats who have left and bring them into the legislature. Uh, I, I think he should also consider holding I think you could call for, you know, special elections immediately and have them replaced. Now they'd be replaced with Democrats. So maybe not the maybe not the best idea, but there there should be consequences for this. There should be consequences. So why, why are they doing this? I just want to get back to that for a second. Um, and maybe there's a little bit of. Uh, how do I put this? There's, there's a, a little bit of a projection, I think the psychologist would call it going on from uh, Senator Chuck Schumer here, play eight. In a democracy, no right is more sacred than the right to vote. And yet, across the country, Republican-controlled state legislatures are conducting the most sweeping and coordinated attack on voting rights in generations, fueled by Donald Trump's insidious big lie that the election was stolen. In several states, limits have been placed on voting hours, polling locations, and methods of voting. Barriers have been raised to make voting by mail, absentee voting, and after-hours voting, and early voting harder. Republican legislatures are not only making it harder to vote, they're making it easier to steal an election. Actually believe that. Donald Trump does the big lie. Everyone knows it's a lie. And now Republican legislatures are acting on that big lie and saying we could steal an election. What is happening to our democracy? Stripping independent election officials of power giving partisan election bodies more control, even firing members of county election boards. This is what Republican legislatures are doing. Not for fairness, not for bipartisanship, but to jaundice elections. And if the consequence is Americans of all parties feel that the elections are not fair, what is going to happen to this sacred and wonderful democracy? Chuck Schumer doesn't give a crap, by the way. This is what's really happening. They're preparing uh, for a midterm election loss, and they're 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 building it out right now, so that the assumption from the Democrat voter will be that the election was illegitimate. They're talking about the need to protect our elections, so that when they lose, they'll already have convinced Democrat voters that Republicans cheated. That's the game that they're playing right now. That is what they are actually doing right now. And 
it's just it's disgraceful. It's it's disgraceful. It, it honestly is uh, saddening to see that this is the the level of discourse in America today from the very top, from the Senate Majority Leader, from Joe Biden, from Nancy Pelosi. They will say anything. These people have no honor, no integrity, and this is what we're this is what we're dealing with right now. I I just wish that everybody could see it clearly but uh instead we're going to get just more lectures about the the insurrection oh no the insurrection it's truly uh it's sad i I think i think the democrats are really starting to play with fire with this stuff honestly because this isn't just a a one-off i mean they're they're making sure that the perception is if democrats lose the other side cheated which they've already done before. They did it in 2016, but they're getting ready to do it again. They're digging in on this one. Um, and it, the, the results are going to be something that we're we, we are not going to want to have to see as a country. Well, all I can say is America's with the people in Cuba. Uh, the squad is not America. Bernie Sanders is a democratic socialist. I like him personally, but Castro has their uh, their tongue. They actually admire the Castro model in Cuba. Uh, the problem is that the squad can't speak up against communism and socialism because that's sort of where they want to take our country. This is yet another reason why we'll do well in 2022. Joe Biden is AWOL. Freedom needs you now. President Biden, the people of Cuba need you to speak up. You should go on television very soon and say we stand with your right to demand freedom in Cuba in our backyard. We're with you. We stand against the regime that's putting people in jail and snatching them off the streets. This is a moment for Joe Biden to stand up for freedom. And yet what will the Biden administration do? Almost nothing. Because Democrats, as you know, are just they they don't have a real problem that they do not despise the Castro regime. They don't. They don't. Some of them actually have not just sympathy, but I think admiration for the Castro regime. Now, I I know that it's Diaz Canel now, but it's the regime that was put in place by first Fidel and then Raul Castro taking it over from him. So it really is a Castro white kleptocracy. And the fact that the Biden administration and the Democrats in general, the Democrat Party, look, our Democrats are socialists. And maybe that's what we really have to understand as a country. Our Democrats are socialists. They're they're not fully socialist in what they demand today because that's not where the American people are. But the Democrat Party's heart and soul, if it could, it would make it would make this a socialist state as quickly as possible. I mean, they would certainly fully socialize health care. They would have massive uh, redistribution of wealth. They would have essentially a nullification of the Bill of Rights, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. Um, they would say, you know, forget all that. You're not allowed to say what you want. Not allowed to uh, have any religious freedom. Not allowed to have the right to bear arms. I mean, they would create a socialist state in America if they could, but they can't yet. So we have to sit around and act like, oh, we're all just we're all on the same team. We just want slightly different things. No, they want radically different things. What's going on right now in Cuba is not surprising at all. You have suppression of these protesters in the most violent and, and, and brutal and underhanded uh, ways possible. Just not a surprise. They finally opened fire on them. We knew they would. I mean, how much of this is really going on 
in the country is something nobody really knows because they're in a media blackout. And the Democrat far left is not upset about this. If these were trans rights activists being clubbed in the street in Cuba, Democrats would completely lose their minds. I mean, they would they would be apoplectic with rage. But because they're people who really, truly, they are Cubans who want freedom. They actually want individual liberty. They want what we have in this country. And that's just... It's just not compelling enough for the Democrats of today. They, they just don't care. You know, it's OK. Yeah, they want freedom. But what's their stance on transgender Olympic athletes? You know, what's their stance on reparations for slavery? You know, that that's what the modern Democrat really needs to know. Forget about liberty. It's appalling, isn't it? And if you wanted to see how the politics of this are really playing out, this this was a huge blunder from the uh, Biden administration because they're saying the quiet part out loud. But here's DHS Secretary Mayorkas, who is telling Cubans, not only should you not come to the U.S. now, but you won't be allowed to stay. Play four. Allow me to be clear. If you take to the sea, you will not come to the United States. The time is never right to attempt migration I see to those who risk their lives doing so, this risk is not worth taking. Again, I repeat, do not risk your life attempting to enter the United States illegally. You will not come to the United States. Cubans fleeing oppression and murder by their own government right now are the definition of legitimate asylum seekers. But Democrats all of a sudden are anti-asylum. Why is that? Why is that? Well, it's because a fair number of Cubans vote Republican and Cubans who flee hate socialist authoritarianism. It's always been about politics for Democrats. No principle. They don't care about people from any other place around the world as human beings. They care about whether the votes go Democrat. This is why they have a de facto open border at our southern border because they want as many impoverished, non-English-speaking Central Americans to come into America, to flood into this country as possible, outside of the legal immigration process, because they know that it just adds to their political power. Cubans, on the other hand, as we've seen in the state of Florida, can be uh, a problem for Democrats, because they're also Latino, or Latinx, as the Democrats want us to say. That's not happening. Um, But they're from Latin America and they often vote Republican and many of them are staunch Republicans. And that then makes the Democrats very upset because hold on a second. How could these uh, my you know, these are minorities and that they're Latino. How could they flee a socialist island and come here and want to be and want to vote Republican right away? Oh, that's right. Because they understand what it means to have the government fully in charge of everything. They understand what kind of oppression and totalitarianism you could face uh, if the government can call all the shots, can make you do whatever it wants to do. But I thought that was truly remarkable um, to have the DHS chief saying just straight up going for it. Don't come here, Cubans. 
they're actually seeking asylum. Uh, people who are coming here from El Salvador or from uh, Honduras because their countries have weak economies and they want to make more money and send money back to their families. That's economic migration. That's not asylum. That's just I don't want to wait in line. I want I want to be in America making money. But we've heard all these lies about, oh, but they're. The, the, the gang violence is so high there or something. Please give me a break. Is everybody you know from the uh, from the Chicago area able to be a refugee in Canada because of the gang violence there? It's not what it's not what asylum is about. But I, we're, we're arguing with the other side here. and We need to understand this. They have no shame. They have no principles to protect. Which gives them a tremendous amount of latitude. They can get away with a lot because. Well, all they really want to do is pursue power. And it's uh, it's upsetting to see this play out in real time. Oh, oh, here's here's a uh, here's a an entry into one of the stupidest things I've heard in a very long time. Courtesy of AOC, one of the dumbest people you hear from in American public life. Play 10. And so as things open up, we're starting to see more crime and incidents of violence. Now, that should absolutely be a point of concern. But the response to that should not necessarily be over policing. And Americans know that. We have seen uh, recent polling, I believe from ABC News, but I could be uh, mistaken on the polling outlet, but margins from about 65 to 75% of, of those polled are showing that the way that we counter these increases in, um, in incidents is through economic opportunity and community investment in communities where these surges are happening. And we see this, that that's not only where the polling is, but that's what the data shows and that's what the evidence shows is the best way to support reductions in crime. It is with uh, anti-violence programs, which is one of the reasons why I've requested um, community funding projects to help support anti-violence programs, which can help reduce incidents and reoccurrence of violence by more than 50%, which is more effective than almost any policing strategy that we know of. And so the message should not be that we should continue to over-police and over-surveil people in, to, in order to create reductions in crime and increase public safety. Over-police? What does she mean, over-police? The problem that we've seen is under-policing because of defunding and the political narrative that cops are racist. So over-policing is the challenge for us in what way exactly? What the heck is she talking about? But then again, this is you have you know, an, an ignoramus who just just, you know, spews the preferred socialist talking points. Has no idea what the heck she's talking about, knows nothing about law enforcement, knows nothing about living even in a high crime community for all of her. Oh, yeah, I'm so down with the struggle talk. AOC is from Westchester, which is a fancy area outside of New York City. It's not from the Bronx. And, you know, it's. The whole thing, folks, it's just so stunning. Some things are just obvious, and this is one of them. And, and I mean, other than the fact that AOC is an idiot, that's obvious. But what she's saying here about law enforcement, they're just dancing around that they they did things. They pushed for policies that resulted in more people and particularly more black and brown people in America being shot over the last year. Thousands and thousands of them. And they don't want to they don't want to have to actually bear the 
political consequences of that. That's what this is all about. Dancing around. Oh, yeah. Violence prevention programs. Sure. That's that's really going to shut down the stuff that we're seeing on all these viral videos. A a, a a violence prevention program. Yeah. Put great policing in place and have communities feel as though they're getting the support they need when it comes to law enforcement. And then we can talk about violence intervention programs or you know, violence interrupters or any of this sort of stuff. You know, as an add on, is it worth a shot? Yeah, sure. Fine. Maybe. I mean, you know, maybe more uh, baseball or basketball leagues or something in some schools would be nice for kids, you know. But well, let's make everybody as safe as possible first. And that means good policing. And that means letting cops do their jobs professionally without the lie that they are racist always coming into the equation. Uh, you cannot trust the Internet. You cannot trust big tech companies. I think you certainly know that if you listen to this show. And you may think that online privacy is a thing of the past, but, you know, there's something you can really do here. Secure. Secure keeps your personal and business data away from the prying eyes of hackers and big tech. Spelled S-E-K-U-R. Secure is perfect for businesses and people who receive and send sensitive material via email and instant messaging. Secure is a new way for you to protect your information with the ultimate privacy and cybersecurity communications tool. They're an instant messaging and email platform hosted in Switzerland, protecting your data with the strictest data privacy laws in the world. Secure uses proprietary encryption technologies, an independent platform, and Swiss privacy laws to ensure complete privacy and security of your data. It assures your personal, business, and private conversations and messages are kept completely safe and private. They don't mine your data and are not subject to the Cloud Act. Take back your freedom, privacy, and online security. Go to secure.com. That's S-E-K-U-R.com. Use coupon code BUCK for one week free and 25% off. That's buck at secure.com. S-E-K-U-R, secure.com. Regain your privacy. You'll get one week free and 25% off. Buck is the coupon code. Secure, S-E-K-U-R.com is the website. Fauci is back, Dr. Fauci. You thought you could escape, but you can't. He wants to mask up your toddler. I'm not kidding. Play three. The children who are not able to get vaccinated because of their age should follow, their parents should follow with them, the guidelines of the CDC that unvaccinated children of a certain age greater than two years old should be wearing masks. No doubt about that. That's the way to protect them from getting infected because if they do, they can then spread the infection to someone else. So the CDC guidelines for unvaccinated people, including children, are not changed at all. We are currently doing, we being the federal government together in collaboration with the pharmaceutical companies, age de-escalation studies, namely looking at the safety and the immunogenicity of vaccines in children from 12 to 9 years old, then from 9 to 6 then from six to two years old, and then ultimately from six months to two years old. Those data will likely be available by the end of the year, and then it will be up to the FDA to decide when they will make a recommendation that, in fact, this could be done in the sense of vaccinating children of that age. 
We got to mask up your toddler. All right. You got to put a mask on your kid if your kid's not going to get vaccinated. I'm not going to dive too deep into this today, but it's not over. It's not over. The Fauciites, they are regrouping. They're crazy. It's a religion for them. We have to defeat them or else this comes back. We have to ridicule and beat them in argument or else get ready for more of this stuff for months, perhaps years to come. And on that happy note, team, thank you for being here with me in the Freedom Hunt. Please do pass the buck. Tell people about this show. And remember, this is different than the radio show that I do every day. So uh, please continue to subscribe. Continue to listen here. This is just me to you. This is our Freedom Hunt. This is our pirate ship of freedom. And we'll be back tomorrow. Shields high.